Well, that was a lot like your mother-in-law's cooking. Terrible. This is Locked On Big 12. You are Locked On Big 12, your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I don't know. I'm sorry. Maybe your mother mother-in-law is a good cook. I just I feel down. Um, welcome to Locked On Big Twelve. Thank you for making it your first listen every single day. I am sad from ESPN Central Texas, and the big reason is because the Big Twelve was embarrassed, embarrassed by other conferences on Saturday. Um, Colorado, as much as we could can claim this win over TCU, they are a part of the Pac-12 now. Uh, they, they're currently the, a Pac-12 team. They'll be in the Big 12, but this shows, hey, look, our 1-11 and 11 team from last year can make a one-year turnaround so dramatic that our 1-11 and 11 Pac-12 team, context given, it's Deion Sanders, can come in and beat your college football playoff team. That's what happened. And I thought, guys, I thought, all right, TCU, TCU, you know, that was embarrassing, really embarrassing. 20 and a half point favorites, three touchdown favorites. It was one of my locks of the week for TCU to win by a lot of points. Um, The offense was more than lackluster. Chandler Morris didn't look very good at football. Uh, And at the same time, it was the defense. 100% the defense. I would love to sit here and just dog on Kendall Bryles, right? Because I think that was such a weird hire for TCU to go after the old Baylor, the old Baylor OC. Uh, that, you know, TCU fans just like, oh, the Bryles name compounds sand. And then this is the this is the guy you hire. And then they allow Shadur Sanders. Shadur Sanders to go for 510 passing yards and four touchdowns in the football game. When when this happened, when this happened, I thought, oh, this is this is really, really bad for the conference. I I don't know. Where do we go from here? The secondary of TCU looked terrible. They allowed four, four wide receivers from Colorado to have 100 yards or more receiving. uh, And and I just couldn't believe, couldn't believe how bad, how embarrassing a look that was Travis Hunter playing the entire game for Colorado, them doing things so out of whack. I was like, all right, well, can't get much worse than this. And Baylor said, hold my non-alcoholic beer. And, and, and a lot of credit to Colorado, by the way. What what Deion Sanders just proved with this is that you can the the AAU style of of going and just completely reloading with players you don't even know. So let's just take a bunch of new guys and see what happens. It works in college football now. Huh. You don't have to develop anymore. Gone are the days of a freshman playing. Gone are the days of a freshman wanting to play. You don't have to develop anymore. Dion didn't develop. He went to the portal and built a team that just knocked off the Big 12's representative in the college football playoff. Then came the Baylor Bears. What are we doing here? What? The, the man who won, Dave Aranda, the man who won the conference two years ago, 12-2, and two, a Sugar Bowl victory, a Big 12 championship. I was in the house. I was in the house for this game. I was in the press box. I was in the postgame press conference. I interviewed Dave earlier in the week before this. I interviewed the Texas State coach, G.J. Kenny, and I said, on this show, on this show, Texas State covers 27 and a half. I think this game's competitive. Well, <laughs> No crap, huh? Competitive, huh? 
what an embarrassment to the university. What an embarrassment to to the team that I mean, the, the, this team you're going to show up at class on Monday. These players embarrassed, and what an embarrassment to the Big Twelve. First, TCU started the day by proving, hey, maybe the Pac-12 has better teams. Maybe the Pac-12, uh, the the bottom dweller of the Pac-12, can beat one of the top teams in the Big Twelve. Thankfully, Colorado's coming to the conference, so it's not a sour. Then the Sun Belt, Texas State, got its first ever win. First ever win against a Power 5 team, and it was against the Baylor Bears in Waco, a team receiving votes in the AP poll. Uh, not only did they win, it was dominant. The score was 28-13 to 13 at halftime, 42-31 to 31 final score. TJ Finley, the old Auburn quarterback, getting it done against the Bears. Blake Shapin's hurt. What are you doing, Dave Aranda? What are you doing? You said the postgame press conference that the quarterback had a a, a a possible MCL injury and you left him in the game with a brace on? You just left him in the game? That is pitiful. Yeah, our quarterback might have, you know, could have had a strained MCL. Uh, could have partially torn something. I don't know. Uh, we, we just kind of left him in there. Leave you guessing with some Sawyer Roberts and some Blake Shapin. It was awful. Both the quarterbacks didn't look great. Um, I, I, you know what? I say that Shapin... For, for especially for being injured, solid, really solid. You threw for 300 yards. Honestly, yeah, Blake Sheepman did a good job. The offensive line sucked, and Baylor was a laughing, laughing stock of the Big 12 this week. Good for the Bears, though. They, they weren't the only one. I already mentioned how TCU had a debacle against Colorado and lost the 1 11 team from last year, one of the worst teams in the Power Five. Baylor said, hold my non alcoholic beer, 42 31 against Texas State. And then Texas Tech said, wait a second, guys. We have a nightcap for you. We're going to make the conference look even worse than it already does by trotting out Tyler Shuck, who's supposed to be so good. And guess what? Guess what? It all started fine. 17-0 in the first quarter. You're like, oh, dude, Texas Tech's going to run away with it. I was so, I was so excited to bet on Texas Tech this week. Minus 13 and a half, easiest bet of my life. I don't know. Tyler Shuck was 31 of 47, 338 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. If you look at that, you go, oh, Tyler Shuck had a really good game. Um if you watch the game like I did, there were so many times where I thought, oh, oh, this was not the big, bad, like big, bad, all big 12 quarterback dark horse that we were promised. Um, and I saw a lot of Texas Tech fans saying Baron Morton should be, should have been the starter from day one. thought it was so bold that Texas Tech fans are already trying to dethrone Tyler Shuck, who they were so excited about 48 hours ago. Joey McGuire just lost to Wyoming at Wyoming. The Big 12 just lost to Wyoming. Wyoming rushed the field um, because it beat the Big 12. Texas Tech rushed for 93 yards on 33 carries. That is 2.8 yards per carry. Yep. Got taken to overtime. Not only did they get taken to overtime, they got their ass handed to them at overtime um, with just random schematics. Send the house. Let's Let's not guard anybody. Let's send the house. Uh, here's a little touchdown, Wyoming. Wyoming rushed for 171 yards, uh, threw for 149, and did just enough. The defense did just enough to come back from down 17 to nothing to beat Texas Tech. Texas Tech, Baylor, 
TCU, these teams based in Texas, the hateful eight that's supposed to be so good, embarrassed this league. Yeah. The nation looked at the Big 12 this week and said, hmm, that's a pretty unserious conference when it comes to football. The sport that pushes the needle, ugh, that conference kind of stinks. Ugh. Good thing we're Cal. We're going to the ACC. That's what Cal gets to say after they went to Denton and killed North Texas. Stanford, who beat Hawaii on the road. That's what they get to say. Good thing we're going to the ACC, not the Big 12. That Big 12, they're embarrassing. Texas State, Wyoming, seriously. Seriously. That's the best we have to offer. That's nowhere near as good as the non-alcoholic beer that I drink. I'm Locked On Big 12, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, guys. I'm a big athletic brewing fan. I know I don't sound excited about it. I know I don't sound excited about it, but I love a good brew. I love a good non-alcoholic beer, and I love it. I love it, especially on a weekend like this. And I'm not excited. I'm not not excited about athletic brewing. I'm not excited about what the Big Twelve did. So I mean, you know, it's not chipper. It's now time. It's now time for your game changer. This game changer of the week is brought to you by Athletic Brewing Company. My game changer of the week, Deion Sanders, <gasps> Shadur Sanders. My game changer of the week, the Big Twelve Zone, Colorado Buffaloes. And another big game changer is athletic brewing company uh, fit for all times. So you can drink them anytime, anywhere, make any activity even more enjoyable, like watching a big game, tackling work or working out. No hangovers ever. You can find athletic in stores online at bars around the country. Fastest growing non-alcoholic beer brewery, uh, non-alcoholic brewery, I should say in the U S So get on board right now. I'm telling you, you can find athletic brewing codes, non-alcoholic brews at a store near you. Try them out or buy online at athletic, athletic brewing co. Athletic, athleticbrewing.com. First-time customers, you'd code locked on. Use code locked on to get 15% off. That's right. First-time customers, locked on for 15% off. Near beer. Exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company fit for all times. The winners from the weekend. I was really impressed with some of you. Some of you out there made me very happy. Um, I am first and foremost, wholly impressed with what Houston did against UTSA. I know the offense, you're going to be like, Oh, the offense wasn't great. Yeah, 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 sure. But to hold UTSA to 14 points, Donovan Smith was not terrible. 233 yards and two touchdowns. Samuel Brown. I like that guy. Thought Donovan Smith, not in a Texas tech Jersey, did enough to win that game. Obviously did enough to win that game. The offense could have been better. I don't know if Donovan Smith really pushed the needle, pushed the ball down the field. But again, when you needed him to go to win you a football game, he did. And even more than that, the defense holding UTSA to 14 points, holding UTSA scoreless in the second and third quarter. I usually point to the the middle 10, like the, the last five minutes of the, of the third quarter or last five minutes of the second quarter, first five of the third quarter. That's where teams win and lose ball games. Houston dominated that scoreless for UTSA in the second and third quarter. Houston, you're a massive winner this week. Dana Holgerson gave it to Jeff Trailer. Dave Aranda's in the hot seat. If, if he's fired, does Baylor go after Jeff Trailer? A guy that just lost to Houston, man. I think it's good. Houston, you're a winner this week. Iowa State, also a winner. Guys, 
Uh, Brittany Rose came on this on the podcast a couple weeks ago and said Iowa State would go like what? She said it's possible to go 0 12. Well, not anymore, huh? 30 to 9 victory over Northern Iowa. And it was really like 30 to 3, 30 to, yeah, I would say 30 to 3. The fourth quarter by then, you're just like, all right, sweet. Let's get us going. Let's, let's get us out. We're good to go. Um, for Iowa State, obviously the defense was great. I was really blown away by the defense. Rocco Beck, not, um, not going to be an all big 12 quarterback. I can tell you that much. Not going to be an all big 12 quarterback. Cartavius Norton. Did a serviceable job as a as a you know now kind of your your feature back. Uh, I watched a good portion of this game live and could could honestly tell you Iowa State fans the offense is bad. Uh, the offense is not very not very good, but the defense is really solid. I really like what the defense gave you. Um, I, I just I don't know how much this translates to the Big Twelve, but you got to win. You got a dominating win. You have put up, you know, 20, was it 20? Yeah, 23 to nothing at halftime, having the notes. Um, and, and so you knew you were going to win it by half. That's more than I can say for some of the Big 12 teams this week. Iowa State, my, I tip my hat to you. The defense was spectacular. Fun to watch, actually. Fun to watch defensively. The offense, I wasn't impressed. But similar to what I said about Houston, did enough to win. Another big winner, obviously Kansas State. I'm going to give you Kansas State. Will Howard, um, almost 300 yards, couple of touchdowns, interception. It's kind of the standards what you expect from a, a, a game like this. It's like, oh yeah, you know, the guy, the, the quarterback's not going to throw for 500 yards against a Southeast Missouri. Um, DJ Giddens, 15 carries, 128 yards. It's eight and a half yards per carry. He was nuts. RJ Garcia with a touchdown and 119 yards receiving. I, I am. Very and again, I said they're still my Big Twelve champion. Very impressed with the Kansas State offense. How about a shutout pitched as well against South- Southeast Missouri? Um, as a, as impressive as you can look against a a team outside of the Power Five, uh, a team outside of the FBS. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. West Virginia, West Virginia. I know you didn't cover. Good teams win. Great teams cover. But I still like what you did against Penn State. Look, you're pit with a night game, a night game, a wideout. It's NBC. Those are just tough to compete in. That fourth down play, one of the mo- more embarrassing things that happened this week. Garrett Green, not a blue chip quarterback. Uh, uh, play calling, no. Um, quarterback play, no. Defense, yeah, okay. Offense, yeah. This game was not truly a uh, a twenty three point game to me. I thought West Virginia hung around well enough. You know, had it at fourteen seven at halftime. You thought, wow, West Virginia surprising that seventeen points that Penn State rattled off in the fourth quarter. That's what pushed this game over the edge. Based on what I saw this weekend. From the entire conference? Yeah, West Virginia, you're in the conversation to go to a bowl now. Oof. That's how bad the rest of the league was. And you hung around for a little bit. CJ Donaldson? Dude's a dog. While Garrett Green can't throw very well, kid can run. I'm not as I'm not as appalled by West Virginia as I was a week ago when I was just rattling off how West Virginia is going to be terrible. Mountaineers, nicely done. 
Other teams, not so nicely done. Very many losers this week on Locked On Big 12, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. FanDuel. Do we even have to? We don't even have to. It's just going to slap me in the face. I went to FanDuel this week, and I didn't have the best week at FanDuel. Not because there's anything wrong with FanDuel, but because there's stuff wrong with me. I thought, uh, uh, you know, I did have Texas State at plus 27, but I thought Texas Tech could just beat Wyoming by two touchdowns, please. So I'm going to stop betting college for a little bit. I'm going to bet the NFL. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. $100 off NFL Sunday ticket, guys. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use. You can be on everything from spreads to player props and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. Kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. A lot of losers this week in the Big 12. The biggest loser is still the Baylor Bears. Not even close. God bless, guys. What was that? The seat is hot now, very warm. David Randa has gone below 500 in two of three seasons at the helm of the Baylor football program. But oddly enough, one of those seasons was the greatest in program history. Two disappointing years, and this year obviously is shaking out as a disappointing year. Um, that seat is hot. And if this team goes three and nine with eight home games or four and eight, he might get the can after the year's over. I've always liked the guy, and I've spent a lot of time around him. I really do. I, I really do appreciate him and his program. But there's a chance he's not here next year, not at Baylor next year, after what happened this weekend. That was really embarrassing. I've dogged in them a lot. I'm, I'm get, That's what I'm give you, Baylor. You're the biggest loser. That's what you need to know. Can you clean it up? I don't know. That was the, That's the worst offensive line in the Big 12. It's the worst offensive line in the Big 12. Yeah, for sure. Defense, it... Um, it's the worst defense in the Big 12. There was only one team who gave up more points this weekend, and it was TCU against Deion Sanders-led Colorado and Shadur Sanders. The, uh, Shadur Sanders and TJ Finley, two very different quarterbacks. Baylor, you're a big loser. BYU, your, your, your offense is a loser. Keaton Slovis, you got pit Keaton Slovis. Oof, bad. Your defense, a winner. Three interceptions of Shoemaker. I watched a lot of the end of the game. BYU hits very hard. 14 points. 14 to nothing is a very boring, bad football game. But you won. And the defense was great against Sam Houston. Welcome to the FBS. Sam Houston Bearcats meet BYU. You won. That was good. Uh, uh, Overall, are you a winner or a loser? You didn't cover the 20 points. I'm going to go BYU a uh, overall loser this week because the offense was bad and Keaton Slovis is supposed to be what pulls the needle, but like a 51% loser, 49% winner because the defense was so stellar. Other losers here, TCU, obviously. My gosh, guys. Shooter Sanders, 510 yards and four touchdowns. Ever heard of a defense? Kendall Bryles wasn't terrible. Um, I did. I did think Chandler Morris was bad. Was bad. So bad. Um, his dad's a terrible coach. Maybe Chandler Morris is a bad quarterback. Twenty-four for forty-two, 
279 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions against a defense from Colorado that is, it's not makeshift, that's the wrong word for it, but they just threw it together. Ton of credit to Colorado. Colorado, a really, really good football team. Um, also, Cincinnati, you're a winner. I forgot to tell you earlier. Other losers, Oklahoma State. Whoa, man. The University of Central Arkansas Bears. And that's what you do at Boone Pickens Stadium. You allow UCA, Will McIlvain, to come out and dominate your football program. You won, but it looked terrible. Garrett Rangel, the starting quarterback, and everybody's pissed off. Like, oh, this Garrett Rangel guy is bad. Why are we starting him at quarterback? And then Alan Bowman comes in. I saw all the tweets are like, Alan Bowman's in the game. Huge for Oklahoma State. 13 for 24, 80 yards. Guys, I tried to tell you last week, Alan Bowman is a liability at quarterback. He is not good at quarterback. Um, Gunnar Gundy was a better quarterback than Alan Bowman. He sat at Michigan for two years because he was a de facto coach for their team. Yeah, that's what he was at Michigan. And you were like, oh, we have our starting quarterback. It's Alan Bowman. He sucked. He really sucked, man. Do you go with Garrett? Do you go with Gundy? You got to go with somebody not named Alan Bowman. He was bad. I loved like the multi-headed rushing attack, though. Um, thought that Oklahoma State had showed a lot of promise on the ground. They're going to have to do that to win in Big Twelve play. And I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a little benefit of the doubt here because Oklahoma State's not going to blow anybody out this year. They're not. This is not a team built to blow somebody out. It is a team built to just win football games, however it can. So this is, it looks on paper, you're like, oh, no, 27-13 against the University of Central Arkansas Bears. My mom's alma mater. Go, go, fight Bears. Uh, At the same time, I think, like, Oklahoma State, yeah, this sucks. You're a loser this week. You are absolutely a loser. But you might be a loser every week that just wins football games. People that were screaming at me like, oh, you picked Oklahoma State to be good. They're not. You're not good at football. Case in point, man. But you're still going to win games because this schedule is so stupid easy. Mike Gunny's just going to win games this year. You're a really bad nine-win team. Embrace that. The Big 12 has one of those every other year. Finally, another big, big terrible loser. Texas Tech. Did you know Texas Tech scored 20 points in regulation against Wyoming? 13 points in overtime against Wyoming. Oh, what do we do, Joey McGuire? What do we do? Tech fans, as we look around the room at each other through our tortilla masks and just say, what now? Baylor and Texas Tech and TCU can all sit in a room together. Those Texas schools, the irate eight, the hateful eight, whatever, and say, what do we do now, guys? This weekend was the big suck. We were bad. We officially have bad. You all made the Big 12 look embarrassing. I don't know what to say to you. I don't know what to say to you. Baron Morton, maybe? Tyler Shuck, leave him out there. He wasn't good enough to beat Wyoming. He wasn't good enough to put up more than 20 points in regulation against Wyoming. Is that, is that your king? Is that your king? I love Julian McGuire. Tech was my dark horse. Now everything's all rearranged, guys. Kansas and UCF even took care of business.
and you guys just looked bad. Maybe Wyoming and Texas State go 12-0, and but they won't, and obviously neither will you. Just a bad weekend for the Big 12. Let's just turn the Big 12 off and back on and see what happens. This has been, and it always will be, this is an emergency pod because so many of you guys sucked. Locked. On. Come back uh, tomorrow, probably. I'll just keep doing shows. I like talking to you guys. You're my only friends. Thanks for making it your first listen every single day. Dose Grande. Dose Grande.